welcome to another episode of Real Time with MK Podcast. Today, we will be discussing e-commerce benchmarking, the secret weapon of growth for e-commerce companies with Vivek Anand, Senior Vice President, Enterprise at Matsenkamer. Let's hear from Vivek. Uh, you know, we have been, uh, I have been bringing on guests who could talk and give a lot of good insights on outsourcing and e-commerce outsourcing, business process outsourcing, customer experience and more. So it's been a while since we met, uh, solely because of the busy schedule of all my guests. I've been waiting to get a right topic to kickstart 2021 edition of Real Time. So today... Finally, we are here for episode nine of Real Time. So we have a fantastic guest today and we have a fantastic topic which will be exciting for e-commerce players, right? So today uh, we will be discussing. Sometimes what happens is, you know, a service uh, takes shape when because of a necessity, right? So sometimes when we interact with our clients, we work. We, we work with at, at MK. We work with a lot of uh, e-commerce clients, and working with them, we become champions of some of the best practices of the industry, and we become like a go-to source for information for many of our clients. So that's how e-commerce benchmarking evolved into a service of its own in MK. So today, uh, I have Vivek Anand. He is senior vice president enterprise at Matson Kumar. He heads a big, one of the biggest teams in Matsan Kumar who helps global and Indian e-commerce organizations with a lot of service. You have met him a couple of times on the show, and he is one of the go-to persons for e-commerce operations and process improvement and outsourcing. So he is, as I've introduced him already multiple times, he comes with a humongous 20 years of experience in operations process improvement, change management, and program management. He's a certified Six Sigma Black Belt practitioner, and his area of expertise lies in program management, lean Six Sigma principles and methodologies. So he's currently heading the enterprise group, as I mentioned. In his wide-ranging professional experience, he has worked as both, both internal and external consultant across various industries, including manufacturing, telecom, BPO, and consulting in India, Gulf, the Middle East, and the and USA, right? So without further ado, let me bring him on. Hey, Vivek, can you hey, hear Vivek, me? Hey, Vivek, good evening. Yes, good evening. loud and clear. Fantastic, fantastic. So good to see you. So good to see you. And uh, thank you for taking time out uh, for the show once again. And uh, I'm super excited about today's topic. I'm, I'm, I believe that I'm going to learn something new today. Sure, Vivek. Uh, thank you for having me here. It's a pleasure uh, as always. Right. Uh, yeah. So, and, yes. and good evening, everyone. Good evening to to everyone who has joined uh, us today for the session. Right. So today we are going to talk about e-commerce benchmarking and how it has proved already, and how it can be a secret sauce or secret weapon for success or growth for e-commerce companies. Right. So, if you're ready, I have a set of questions for you. Uh, we can start one by one. Sure, Nick. All right. So my first question, Vivek, is, you know, uh, many, whenever we have conversations with e-commerce company uh, operations, uh, you know, folks, or even co-founder, the founding team, etc., 
they talk about various challenges they go through especially last one year has been they have seen a lot of ups and downs so if i have to ask you what are the major challenges a modern e-commerce organization faces uh what will those be sure vivek yeah uh, so, so so vivek we all know that uh, uh, it's, it's it's an era where uh, majority of transactions have gone online uh, now right. now we know uh, uh, if, if you want to uh, let's say order food or purchase a product or maybe book a hotel uh, we have seen a great shift of all the transactions to the online marketplaces right, right. And, and and as as you correctly mentioned last year uh, uh, as in covid pandemic has had its role to play in uh, Uh, this significant amount of shift which has happened to uh, the online space uh, uh, and uh, it's now it's not actually a question of uh, whether i should uh, be present online if i am in retail space there's no more a doubt that uh, uh, online presence is is really important and it's really significant uh, so uh, uh, and and like any other industry uh, online space online e-commerce has has its own set of challenges right. uh, i will uh, uh, i i'll specifically talk about two uh, areas where uh, which which have a significant impact on customer experience and if not handled properly uh, uh, for online retail companies uh, uh, you will you will not be able to yield the benefits of the the online space and uh, uh, the, the one of the one of the areas is uh, the the catalog accuracy at the content richness and the other one is uh, product discovery right uh, uh, so so we all know see uh, for for any uh, online e-commerce retailer uh, catalog is is an important cornerstone right uh, creating an immersive information rich uh, experience helps e-commerce businesses Uh, generate the interest among the visitors who are who have come to their platform platform and 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 then uh, this helps in converting the the potential customers into buyers uh, uh, we we all know that there are uh, I, i would say there are certain disadvantages of the online space as well like uh, uh, in in the offline space when you go to buy a product you are able to see the product in front of you you are able to uh, uh, touch and feel the product as well right uh, now now in the online space uh, how do we overcome this challenge uh, right. so so the uh, how, how an online e-commerce player overcomes this challenge is through uh, detailed information about the product on the catalog itself so right. if, uh, uh, an e-commerce player needs to ensure that uh, uh, the uh, as much information as you can provide about the product in terms of uh, product descriptions or product highlights or uh, 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 visual images, videos, and images—all—all uh, all this is this is important, and this—it's—it's it's not easy. It's not easy, so it's, right. it's a big challenge. Absolutely. Uh, to, to handle this, the other—the other area that I mentioned was uh, related to product discovery. Again, again, in an online space, uh, 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 as as an online player, you need to ensure that uh, if if a potential customer has come to the platform. uh the the amount of time that the 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 visitor takes to reach to the right product is minimal right, right. and there are there are a lot of things that can be done to improve this this uh, to or to reduce this uh, time to search the right product right, right. so so and, and this is again again a big challenge 
which e-commerce organizations face. Uh, the uh, the other the other challenge, which is uh, again related to both these things, is uh, now when you are online, you are uh, you are not just present on one particular website. You are present on mobile. You have a mobile website. You are you have a mobile app. Then you have a desktop website, and and uh, and you need to ensure that. Uh, uh, all these different platforms give uh, exactly the similar kind of experience to the to the uh, uh, visitor, right? right. And again, again, it's a challenge. So, so these are these are few challenges, and uh, uh, if if handled correctly, uh, this will definitely uh, give you big boost in your sales, and you will be able to uh, uh, get the maximum benefit out of your online presence. Absolutely, because as 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 a user, whenever you go to a, a, a e-commerce platform and you search for a product, and if the product doesn't come with enough description, I'm not expecting uh, in the video or a 360 view or something, but enough description that itself is a dampener for the experience. I might scoot, scoot over to Amazon or maybe Flipkart or you know to name few of them. All right. So uh, next question, you know, a follow up question to that. So how how can these organizations? There are there are so many e-commerce players now. How can these guys tackle these challenges which you just mentioned? Okay. Yeah. So uh, it's it's a it's it's not an easy problem to solve. It's, it's right. Uh, uh, but but uh, and and it takes a lot of uh, ongoing effort. Uh, uh, to to solve these uh, problems, but there are there are industry best practices available, which uh, uh, over a period of time, players who have been in this space for uh, for for a longer duration of time have come up with these best best practices, and and a, any any organization either either new or old needs to ensure that uh, they uh, that these basics are are, are uh, taken care of. Uh, right. uh, in order to ensure a, a, a great customer experience, uh, right. maybe the, the first thing the first thing that you need to do is to, to create a brand trust uh, with, with accurate uh, uh, product information. Uh, right. as, as I mentioned, as I mentioned initially, and, and as you were also talking about that, when when you come to the platform uh, in, in search for a product, you would you would expect uh, uh, detailed product descriptions, which which give which help you make informed decision. Uh, now right. now you need to uh, uh, as, as an e-commerce player, you need to ensure that uh, uh, all the different platforms on which you are present, uh, uh, be it mobile or be it desktop, you have the consistency of this information. You need to ensure right. that uh, uh, you need to ensure that uh, uh, the uh, you are capturing the right kind of attributes. You are capturing the accurate information for these attributes. Uh, you are giving high quality visuals, images, videos uh, ab about your product uh, to the customer. Uh, the, the other thing that you can do is uh, also also ensure that you you tag uh, your uh, digital product catalog carefully and uh, what i mean by this is that uh, uh, you need to think from customer's perspective uh, let's say let's say you are uh, uh, selling or selling a product in a apparel category right so you need right. to you need to ensure that the kind of attributes that you have uh, uh, in in your catalog uh, Capture the capture the kind of information which a buyer would would expect to know, right? Let's say right. let's say an apparel category. It's not just the size of the of the uh, apparel or the the color of the apparel that is important, but also a lot of times uh, 
as a buyer i would i would expect that i would get to know the the material of the fabric as well right yes, so right, you need right. to capture capture those relevant attributes there in in your product catalog uh, yeah. you need to also ensure that uh, uh, the 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 data that you capture as i mentioned is is consistent so let's say very small example let's say for for size if you uh, if if you capture it as medium large and small you need to ensure that in all your platforms it's captured the similar way it's not uh, uh, you don't replace the word medium with with the letter m or word large right. with letter l somewhere else right uh, because this right. uh, creates confusion uh, you, uh, you also need to ensure that uh, uh, you offer offer alternate products to the to the uh, customer because again it's it's also about product discovery to ensure that the 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 time that a buyer takes to reach to the right product is minimal and let's say let's say even if you don't have the uh, the, the the product that the specific product that the buyer is looking for uh, do you provide alternate options to the buyers uh, right uh, again this is an important area that you need to work on uh, and and this is how uh, as i mentioned it's, it's it has to be a continuous process cannot be just a one time activity uh, uh in in this era when the when the uh, when your product catalog changes so frequently with the new product ranges coming in with the different kind of products coming in uh you need to ensure that this is an ongoing activity and cannot just be a one time activity right right so to, mm -hmm. you know based on that answer two things stood out for me number one is the players who are already established in the market they have kind of uh hacked this process of delivering an excellent customer experience so there are some best practices to be adopted from there you know which smaller players can also copy right. them imbibe the right practices from there etc etc and number two product discovery or you know the the customer experience improvement piece it's an ongoing process it it, right. it, it it's a never ending process basically right all right. right that's that's very interesting actually for me okay so now talking about best practices let's come to the hero of today's show that which is e-commerce benchmarking so i want to know what is e-commerce benchmarking services and what kind of benefits can e-commerce organizations gain from these kind of services sure sure vivek uh, so uh, vivek uh, believe it or not uh there are more than 20 million e-commerce sites currently uh, functioning across uh, the globe and this wow. number is this number is actually increasing every single day right uh and and there's there's a mix of b2 b2b sites b2c sites uh, there are certain marketplaces which deal in all the different categories there are certain right. marketplaces which are uh, which are category specific then there are brand websites there are uh, uh category specific brand websites so so uh, everyone as, as i mentioned uh, uh, during the start of our conversation that every uh, one wants to get into the online space because because right. now uh, because uh, it, it's proven uh, that that it uh, yields great uh, uh, business roi so right. uh, and uh, but at the same time there this is too much of this this stiff competition in the in, in this space every pl player uh, uh, feels the uh, mounting pressure of of this competition across the globe uh, uh, so so by by uh, but by studying the best practices uh, 
and also also by comparing yourself with your uh, nearest competition uh, the e-commerce companies can understand the factors that drive the 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 competition ahead and with with the right kind of insights the companies can easily identify the areas of improvement and improve their processes for better performance so uh, uh, and and that is where e-commerce benchmarking really helps so uh, uh, it, it's it's not it's not just necessary for the any any new entrant into this space uh, it's right. also equally important for uh, uh, the the existing players uh, who have been in this space for for even for the longest of the duration uh, the the benchmarking against the competition or against the best practices uh, is, is i think it's it's a must uh, must have and uh, uh, really generates a lot of insights which which you can then used to improve your overall processes right right so uh, you know um, talking about you you mentioned benchmarking against competition as well as against industry best practices so you know what what kind of uh, benefits can 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 e-commerce if i imagine that i am i am the head of an e-commerce firm and what kind mm -hmm. of benefits can i expect if i engage an organization to do the benchmarking for my, my operations mm. so as, as i mentioned vivek uh, 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 you need to you need to ensure that uh, uh, you you are following the industry best practices so right. uh, 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 and and only the benchmarking against the industry best practices will will tell you what are the areas of improvement for you right Got it. Uh, otherwise otherwise every every organization would, would try to work uh, in in its own silo and try to improve their own processes but there are uh, but there are already uh, proven best practices available which which you can follow and then also uh, as in the first step would be to, to benchmark against those best practices identify the opportunity areas identify the uh, uh, areas where you need to improve and then start working on it but the first step is to understand where do you stand uh, Uh, currently against those uh, best practices also also against uh, benchmarking against competition is important because you, that will also give us a, give you an understanding that uh, vis-a-vis the same best practices where is your competition and where are you uh, currently uh, and and then uh, how much how much do you need to improve what are the uh, that will also help you gauge maybe the uh, prioritize the focus areas Uh, the right. immediate focus areas, right? Uh, you may not be able to work on all the best practices uh, at the same time, but but maybe if you benchmark against your competition, that will help you also uh, prioritize your focus areas. So so uh, right. I, I would say to summarize the 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 insights that you will get from this kind of an activity would be really beneficial for you. Got it. Sometimes yeah, it's it's a known fact that sometimes you can learn a lot from observing and studying your competition. Uh, rather than looking somewhere else. All right. So, talking about the major areas, you know, based on your experience, which are the major areas where benchmarking services focuses on? Okay. Uh, see, you can you can uh, benchmark against anything. You can so when you when specifically talking about uh, uh, competitive benchmarking uh, uh, for for any e-commerce player, you can benchmark against anything. You can do uh, the uh, Uh, the 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 layout comparison of your platform versus the the competition's platform you can do price comparisons you can do uh, 
the comparisons uh, of the the kind of attributes that uh, uh, you display for 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 a particular vertical or a category versus what the competition does. Uh, uh, you can you can also do benchmarking against the, the kind of product descriptions, the product highlights that uh, uh, the competition writes. Uh, 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 and and uh, so so. Uh, I think I think the two most important areas which you can you should benchmark uh, against and it, it it covers and, and these two areas covers most of the things that I just just mentioned are uh, your catalog performance versus the industry best practices or the the, the competition and the second one is the uh, the, the product discovery okay. how you okay. perform there versus your competition so these are the two. Uh, uh, major areas and this cover these these two areas covers most of the things that I that I just mentioned. Got it, got it. Product discovery is a very interesting area to focus on. Mm -hmm. So I want to know, you know, I want to pick your brain on that. Product discovery, how how does benchmarking services or benchmarking exercise uh, help improve the same? Okay, okay. So uh, so Vivek, as I mentioned, that uh, product discovery is uh, uh, I, I would say it's, it's, a, it's an activity to arrive uh, at the right product uh, uh, and, and the product discovery time is the amount of time it takes to arrive at the right product uh, on, on your platform. So the right. overall intent of any e-commerce online retail platform is to, to reduce this product discovery time. Right. Uh, so so as, an, as, a, uh, as, a, as an e-commerce player, uh, uh, you need to you need to ask certain questions to yourself. Uh, the right. first one is: Are 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 our visitors able to find the desired product faster? Right. Uh, are are customers easily able to navigate uh, through the platform while searching for the products? Right. Uh, uh, are uh, 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 do we as a platform provide product recommendations to to our buyers? Right. right. So these are these are certain important questions that you need to ask. And uh, the three main, main areas of product benchmarking uh, are uh, site search accuracy, uh, okay. product recommendations, and navigational search. So these okay. these three main areas answer these three questions that uh, that any e-commerce player uh, should ask. Okay. Uh, 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 and if you allow me some time, I can I can go deep into these uh, these things. Uh, I hope. Uh, that that should be fine. That's that's absolutely fine, Vivek. We love okay. hearing to you. <laughs> sure, sure. So so site search accuracy. Uh, uh, I think I think most of the people present here would be able to understand this. Uh, uh, so I not take much time uh, explaining what this means is. Uh, but but this is an important. It's it's, it's a crucial element uh, in product discovery. Uh, and and what this means is. Uh, that if if a, if a visitor is coming to your platform and using your query search and, and types a query there, uh, uh, are you able to uh, provide the right product to the uh, to the visitor? And, right. uh, uh, and 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 there are there are uh, a lot of things that can happen. Uh, one is uh, maybe maybe the product that the uh, buyer is looking for is is actually not available on your platform. Right or uh, or uh, so, which means which means uh, that is one product which uh, you have not sold on your platform. The other thing could be that yes, this was uh, this is one of the product that you sell, but currently it's out of stock. Right. right. So in to, in these cases, you will not be able to show the right product to the to the uh, buyer. 
but but at the same time uh, what is important is that rather than uh, giving a message to the buyer that the product is not available or the product is out of stock are you are you uh, rightly substituting that product with a very similar product with something which is very similar to what the buyer is searching for right. uh, uh, that is that is critical here right yeah. uh, uh, the the uh, the other area could be that uh, that the product is available now but your system in itself is not able to understand the customer query okay and and even though you have the product you miss out on on the opportunity of selling that product because because your system did not understand the product uh, the, the query and did not give the right results to the buyer right right, right. and uh, and there can be several reasons to this as well Right. right it's not just that the system is not able to understand but why is the system not able to understand uh, right is it uh, 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 is it is it because uh, uh, your system is not able to understand the spell mistakes correctly maybe maybe mm -hmm. while typing the query, uh, query most of us, most of us do that uh, there are spell mistakes while we are searching for the product uh, is your system not able to understand the spell mistake and uh, correct it and show the right product uh, maybe maybe there's a there's a very long query now your system is not able to understand that lo long query long queries generally i'll give you an example suppose you go to a platform and search for let's say uh, puma shoes for men less than 3000 rupees right right, uh, right. Uh, now this is a long query is your yeah. system capable enough to understand this long query because long queries have are, are multifaceted queries now this has the yeah. Uh, this has the vertical, which is footwear. This has the color, which is black. This has the price. So these are different facets. I is your right. system able to understand all these different facets or not? Right. Uh, a very critical here uh, that uh, the system should be able to understand this. Uh, uh, now, well, sometimes what uh, happens is that uh, your your system understood the product, uh, the the query. Still, uh, in terms of the uh, the the top products or or the products that you show on the top page, uh, the relevancy of the products is is lesser. You could have shown the rele most relevant products uh, at the top and uh, the the slightly relevant products at the at the bottom of the page. So again, uh, so these kind of studies happen in the site site search accuracy, uh, and and these are the best practices. The, the, the things that I was talking about, these are the best practices. Yeah. Uh, the the established players uh, keep working in these areas to ensure that these kind of these kind of errors don't happen on, on their platform right right that's yeah yeah so, so that's that's just just one facet you mentioned right yeah this was about the site search accuracy the other thing that i mentioned was uh, uh, within within the, the overall product discovery is the product recommendations uh, now, now product recommendations uh, work in two different ways. Uh, one is uh, the the similar products, and the uh, the other one is the complementary products. So, what does right. what does similar products mean? Is that now now uh, uh, you have you have understood the customer query, uh, you have uh, given certain options to the buyer. Now you would you would not want the maybe the buyer to again go back to the query uh, uh, bar and again search using some other uh, 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 query search. Uh, so so here uh, on the product page itself, you uh, because now you understand the customer requirement, uh, you uh, or, or the customer intent, you uh, uh, 
provide options of similar products. So maybe maybe customer may not like the, the, the first product that is shown to, to the customer, but uh, because you have shown these certain options to the buyer, uh, customer may pick one of those. Uh, one thing which is very important here is that uh, when you're talking about similar products, uh, you need to ensure that the uh, the price and specification relevance is kept because you okay. can't really uh, 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 customer is looking for a product in less than 3000 range you can't really show a product to the customer which is uh of 20000 rupees right so so uh, so even if you show that as a similar product uh, that will not uh, give you any results so price and and similarly the specification relevance is also very important you need to because you have understood the intent of the buyer you need to ensure that uh, the similar products that you show also have similar specifications got it, got right? it. So and in terms of uh, the, the other thing is uh, here uh, in product recommendations. The other thing is uh, the the complementary products. Right. Uh, okay. So generally, uh, this this helps you increase uh, as an upsell uh, the, the products. So yeah. With, with certain kind of products, there are a few complementary products which which go well with them. So again, you need to ensure that you are uh, showing the relevant complementary products uh, right. which are compatible to the to the to the main product. Right, right. So you know, from the mm -hmm. such a such an in depth answer that shows the intricacies or the details which go into uh, delivering an exceptional experience to the visitors on any platform, right? So that's 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 one area which uh, one focus area for benchmarking. The second mm -hmm. one which you, you mentioned was catalog performance, right? So how how yeah. does benchmarking play a role in improving that? Okay, so uh, again, Vivek, uh, there are uh, uh, certain best practices that you need to follow when you when you look at your catalog as a whole. So as I mentioned, right. that catalog catalog accuracy and content richness is very important here. Right. Uh, uh, the information that you provide to the buyer should be should be accurate about the product. Uh, that there should be. Uh, 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 when you talk about product descriptions, you need to and the highlights, you need to ensure that uh, the the feature benefit uh, is is kept in mind when you're talking about a hi highlight, so that uh, uh, so that buyer uh, makes an informed decision. Uh, so 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 again, uh, uh, the the uh, the way this this can also be broken down into three different things. One is uh, uh, specifically related to the catalog attribute and the image accuracy. Uh, uh, so the, the the starting point here is to ensure that you are capturing the right kind of attributes when you are right. talking about your your specific product, right? Uh, uh, as as I as I, uh, I gave an example earlier about uh, the apparel category where uh, uh, the uh, the material of the fabric is is a critical attribute to have. Similarly, let's say if you talk about footwear category and in terms of shoes, uh, now there are so many different kind of. Uh, 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 segmentations that you can do for the shoes, right? So uh, 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 even, even within sports shoes, there are different kinds of sports that uh, have a specific uh, kind of footwear available for them, right? So you need to ensure that when you are talking about sports shoes as, as a particular vertical, uh, you need to ensure that you capture the right attributes. Right. Again, 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 benchmarking helps you here because you can benchmark against your competition who's selling the similar kind of product. What kind of attributes do they uh, uh, provide values for versus what kind of attributes do you capture? So, uh, so this is the first step here. Uh, apart from the competition, there are also uh, there are also uh, uh, 
uh, as as an organization, I would say we can help you decide uh, provide the provide with the information regarding the right kind of attributes for a particular vertical uh, that you need to capture. Uh, but this is only limited to the the attributes. The other thing uh, uh, that is critical here is uh, the uh, the kind of attribute values now you that you get into. Again, 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 very important activity. You need to ensure that uh, uh, the uh, the right attributes are captured, the right kind of attribute values are captured. And again, again, as I mentioned, across your platforms, the the information should be consistent. Okay. Uh, so uh, uh, the, the next thing here is uh, about the, the images. So you need to ensure that you provide uh, uh, maximum amount of images, the high, uh, 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 as in, the images with the right resolution, the images that give the, the complete view of the product, that is also very critical here. Uh, uh, what while doing benchmarking, what we also what we also capture is that uh, uh, are, are you cap are your attribute values in sync with the information that is there uh, that can be gazed through the image. Right. Uh, we have we have a lot of times we have seen that. Uh, Attribute value. Let's say uh, color is an attribute value. It gives one information, but the but when you look at the image, the, the the information that you gather from that about the color attribute is different. Right. Right. So so attribute details accuracy with respect to the product is very important. Uh, 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 the one one thing that also needs to be looked at is. Uh, uh, again, we have seen this even with uh, uh, big e-commerce players that there's there's information mismatch between different between two different attributes uh so so that again is, is something which is very important to me uh, uh we need to ensure uh, that right. that's captured correctly right so, so this is about uh catalog uh, uh attribute and image accuracy yeah. right right yeah so you know listening to you i suddenly got an idea you know this this is an in-depth subject we can explore much in detail so maybe mm -hmm. we can I can get your time to uh, schedule a good webinar on this so that, you know, more people can get take this information home and refer to it later and, you know, get back to us with any questions they have. That's a fantastic idea there. All right. So, Vivek, you know, uh, since, you know, you can keep on going on about this. I know that, you know, so I wanted to ask you one question. It's 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 a it's a very stupid question to ask, but I want to ask this because you know why do you think e-commerce uh, companies for e-commerce companies benchmarking exercise is a must-have exercise at this point of time? Okay, uh, I think I think I have uh, already provided a lot of. Uh, information regarding this but yeah right. uh, maybe 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 to summarize if you if you are looking for a boost in in your uh, conversions boost in your sales if you're looking for enhancing your customer experience uh, and also if you're looking for uh, improving your overall business processes i think this is a must uh, this this activity will really give you the kind of insights that you uh, that will help you in all these different areas uh, and as uh, you can you can start this with uh, one time activity uh, but but uh, i i would i would recommend to, to all, all the all the players within this space to, to keep doing this as an ongoing activity because 
uh, it, it's, it's an ever-changing world, ever-changing uh, uh, product catalogs. So, uh, uh, but these are the three areas. If you if you really want to work on these three areas, uh, benchmarking will give you the right kind of insights. Right, right. So now, since we are part of a team, I wanna I wanna bring you know put the spotlight on our team. So how does how does mm -hmm. this benchmarking e-commerce benchmarking methodology of Maths and Kumar team our team how did that evolve and reach the current stage and how different is it? Okay, okay. So it's actually uh, uh, it's 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 backed by our years of our experience in running e-commerce service operations for uh, right. uh, many different organizations. Uh, we we work with uh, uh, global leaders within the space. We work with uh, leaders uh, uh, in in the Indian market uh, within the space. And and uh, through through the through these years, we have developed our own uh, uh, learnings and and come up with these best practices. Uh, and and the way we the way we define our e-commerce benchmarking is uh, it's 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 a it's a three-step process for us. Uh, uh, we call it me measure, rectify, and grow. So okay. uh, it, it starts with uh, yeah, it starts with uh, measuring where we stand currently, uh, 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 and then uh, it's followed by uh, when when I say rectify, I mean uh, how do we uh, how do we now take it to the next level? Right. We, uh, through through uh, by measuring, we we got to know that where do we stand. Through rectifying, uh, we we would improve it and take it to the next level and the, the the third step is grow which means which means that it has to be an ongoing process and 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 we need to uh, continuously uh, make those changes to keep keep growing in that space so we we uh, uh, it's a three step process for us measure rectify and grow and and i i, I as i mentioned that uh, because it's backed with uh, years of experience uh, so the kind of insights that we will be able to generate for your organization would would really really benefit. I understood. I got that. I got that. All right. So you know, uh, to we are coming to the end of uh, the discussion. So a couple of questions. So the one thing is, you know, what are the uh, areas whenever you have done benchmarking for some of the players in the in the international as well as Indian market? What are some of the uh, areas where you have seen uh, you know, companies getting quicker results, number one. And number two is how long does the project run for? How does, what is the duration for a typical benchmarking uh, project? Okay, uh, see, uh, talking about duration of a benchmarking project, uh, uh, and I would, I would actually not just call it a project, uh, right. uh, but yeah, but, but it can, it, that can be a first step. If you Correct. if you really want to if you really want to test the waters and understand how the, how this works, you can do a sample study, and and the duration of that study uh, would really depend on the on the on the scope of the project. Are you are you focusing on one particular vertical, or are you focusing on one particular uh, the, the complete category? And uh, 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 do you, do you want to do a sample study, or do you really want to? Uh, maybe within that particular vertical, look at the complete vertical and 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 understand what are the opportunity areas for you. Uh, so the so the duration really depends on the the scope of the project. Uh, right. But I would I would uh, I would 
rather not call it a project because as i mentioned this has to be an ongoing activity you can you can begin with uh, uh, doing a dip, dip check on a small on a sample basis to gauge the health of your product discovery and the accuracy of your uh, and richness of your catalog uh, uh, but at the same time uh, uh, you, you need to ensure that this activity keeps happening on a regular basis we are working with certain clients for whom we uh, we uh, like I'm, uh, if I talk about catalog accuracy and rich, uh, content richness space, uh, we uh, are working with clients where we check 100% of their uh, listings that come to their platform. Wow. So okay. uh, because because this client this client doesn't really want to take any chance, so they need to uh, they want to ensure that everything that comes to their platform meets the meets the guidelines uh, uh, that are defined for 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 their platform. So it's a 100% right. check for them. Uh, for for product discovery, uh, we have been working with clients uh, uh, where uh, we do a sample check, but it's, it's it's a regular ongoing activity, and this has been running in, uh, for for many years for for these clients. So uh, so so uh, if you want to, as in, try and if you want to first understand and uh, gauge the kind of results that you get from this activity, you can do a small sample study, but otherwise. And I'm sure once you do that, you will realize the the benefits that you, that this entire uh, service offering gives you, and you would want to do that as as a regular activity. Fantastic! That makes sense. Actually, it's mm -hmm. an ongoing process, as you mentioned. So my last question for the day is, you know, once uh, the project is on, or maybe it's it's mm -hmm. nearing the uh, end of uh, one study, what are the follow up activities? Uh, typical benchmark study entails uh, what are the follow-up activities which you should focus on so yeah as, as I mentioned the uh, we, we follow a three-step process right to rectify and grow so the once you measure the follow-up activity has to be to rectify and then to grow a uh, lot of times a lot of times the the uh, we work very closely with our uh, clients in in the space of rectify and grow uh, uh, because uh, not everything would be in our control in this space, but then, uh, but then, uh, uh, as an organization, you would need regular insights uh, so that you can work. It, uh, uh, you can you can improve your uh, 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 your performance from from the uh, current levels and and then to grow further. So 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 the this in the space of rectify and grow, uh, we work very closely with our. Uh, with our clients and we, we keep providing them regular insights deep deep uh, uh, level uh, an analytics and then they can uh, use those insights to improve their uh, internal processes uh, so this is how it works all right all right thank you so much vivek that was super super insightful i'm pretty sure a uh, lot of uh, you know our followers who are who belong to e-commerce organizations would have got a lot to take notes of and uh, I thank you for your time and um, hoping to see you soon on the show. Thank you, Vivek. Thank you for having me here. And I'm, I, uh, I, I'm hopeful people who were listening to us uh, uh, did, did get some insights. And uh, yes, definitely we can plan uh, more sessions around this. Uh, and, and, uh, and, and I'm pretty confident that uh, once, once you uh, uh, work with us in this space, you would, you would really uh, understand the kind of benefits that this this particular service offering gives you and uh, and, and would want to continue in this space yeah sure thank you thank, thank, you, thank you so much
All right, so that was Vivek Anand, guys. This this is a real time with MK. So the conversation is as real as it gets. People like Vivek, you know, they carry immense amount of experience in running operations for some of the biggest e-commerce firms across the globe. So benchmarking, I promise that I will bring uh, uh, insightful webinar soon. That's a promise. And, uh, you know, I will bring Vivek back on uh, to give more insights because it's not a topic which we can discuss in 40 minutes uh, and end it. So, you know, uh, it's it's if you guys want more information on this, it's it's always we are always available at matsimkumar.com or else you can find me on LinkedIn. You can find Vivek Anand on LinkedIn and shoot us a hello and we will be with you shor shortly. So thank you so much for tuning in and uh, we will see you soon. I'm not giving a date because I need to check with my guests when they will be free for this. So with an exciting topic, we will be back soon with real time with MK. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you for listening to real time with MK podcast today. Please follow Real Time with MK Podcast for more exciting episodes on business process outsourcing, e-commerce outsourcing, contact center management, and more.